This is Fair Issues on the Mormon Faircast. This week's article is entitled, Keeping the Faith, Mesoamerican Model, Evidences and Anomalies, by Michael R. Ash. Read by Ned Skarsbrick. This and other articles by Michael Ash can be found at DeseretNews.com. This article was used by permission of the author and the Deseret News. Why do most LDS scholars believe that ancient Mesoamerica was the home for most of the Book of Mormon events? As Mesoamerican ethno-history specialist Brent Gardner explains, it is not a single thing, but an accumulation and convergence of many different things that strengthen the case for a Mesoamerican geography. Early scholars and enthusiasts recognized upon a closer reading of the Book of Mormon text, that 1. The Book of Mormon took place in a limited geography. 2. Book of Mormon lands need not be limited to the United States. And 3. Real scholarship should support at least the most basic things found in the Nephite text. Populations, kinships, rivers, literacy, etc. Mesoamerican geography and culture is like a giant puzzle that once completely assembled matches amazingly well with what we find in the Book of Mormon. I should point out also, however, that like most puzzles, there may be a few missing pieces. These pieces may show up later, or they may never appear. As non-LDS philosopher of science Thomas Kuhn pointed out, quote, Since no paradigm or model ever solves all the problems that it defines, and since no two paradigms leave all the same problems unsolved, paradigm debates always involve the question, which problems are more significant to have solved? By Thomas S. Kuhn, The Structure of Scientific Revolutions, 110. It is important to understand that not all scientific and scholarly models come in neat little packages, Most have a number of loose ends which keep scholars busy in a pursuit of answers and greater understanding. When it comes to matters of history, anthropology, and archaeology, absolute certainty is extremely elusive. The Mesoamerican model, like all the other models for the Book of Mormon geography, and like most non-LDS-related models of various historical events, have some gaps in problematic issues. Critics of the Church, for example, often complain that there's no archaeological evidence to support the Book of Mormon. This is untrue, and it will be discussed in a later installment. They also complain that some of the plants, animals, weapons, etc. mentioned in the Book of Mormon are not found in the pre-Columbian Americas. This will also be dealt with in a later issue. Critics and some members also take issue with a Mesoamerican model based on the following. 1. If the Book of Mormon events took place in Mesoamerican, how did the plates end up in New York? 2. How can the Isthmus of Tehuantec, the narrow neck of land between the Gulf of Mexico and the Pacific Ocean, be a narrow neck of land that could be crossed, presumably, by a Nephite in a day and a half? Alma 22.32 3. Contrary to the Book of Mormon, which mentions lands north and south of the Narrow Neck, 
as well as the East Sea and the West Sea, Central America runs northwest to southeast, while the Gulf of Mexico is north-northeast and the Pacific Ocean is south-southwest. As noted above, anomalies are not unique to LDS scholarly models and theories. They are found in virtually all areas of science and scholarship. As non-LDS philosopher, professor, Daniel Little explains, when scientists encounter anomalies to their theories, they must choose whether to abandon the theory altogether or modify it to make it consistent with the contrary observations. If the theory has a wide range of supporting evidences, aside from the contrary experience, there is a powerful incentive in favor of salvaging the theory by modifying the original paradigm. These progressive modifications are integral to paradigm maintenance and anomaly management in typical science. The Mesoamerican model has, despite the claims made by critics, a wide range of supporting evidences, as my past articles on the various geographic models has demonstrated. Many different lands can be made to fit a general model with a land north and south with a narrow neck connecting the two. To correctly match what we find in the Book of Mormon, however, the geography must also contain rivers, mountains, hills, and wilderness that can not only correspond with what we find in the Book of Mormon, but make sense with how the Book of Mormon people traveled and interacted with their geographic environment. Cities must be the correct distance and direction from each other to accommodate travel distances, obstacles, and specific events and problems described in the Book of Mormon. Fortifications, volcanoes, and ruins must match not only what we find in the Book of Mormon, but be located in the right places and dated to the correct time frames. We must be able to see that the cultures in the models lived like we read in the Book of Mormon, lived during the times we find in the Book of Mormon, and had similar politics, trade, economic, and war practices described in the Book of Mormon. The cultures must have had writings, armor, and various weapons mentioned in the Book of Mormon. All of this is found in the general Mesoamerican antiquity, and only in the Mesoamerican antiquity, all of this will be discussed in detail later, the wide range of supporting evidences in favor of the Mesoamerican model justifies our asking the question, are there logical answers and historical precedences that help explain the anomalies? If you like this podcast, you can help promote it by subscribing to it in iTunes or by rating it and writing a review. Post a link on your blog and Facebook page and tell your friends about us. Questions or comments about this episode can be sent to podcast at fairlds.org or join the conversation at fairblog.org. Michael Ash is the author of the book Shaken Faith Syndrome, strengthening one's testimony in the face of criticism and doubt, as well as the book of Faith and Reason, 80 Evidences Supporting the Prophet Joseph Smith. Both books are available for purchase online through the Fair Bookstore. Music for this episode was provided courtesy of Lawrence Green. The opinions expressed in this podcast 
are not necessarily the views of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or that of Fair Mormon.